On today's episode of the Thriving in Ministry podcast, Dace and I are talking about the next chapter. We're wrapping up um, what has been kind of a hiatus over the last year, year and a half of not producing the Thriving in Ministry podcast. We're back together for now. I'm Kyle Willis, founder of Talent Hunter Services, and as always, Dace Clifton. <laughs> wow, that was a good introduction. You haven't lost it, Kyle. Oh, I, I've definitely lost some, and my voice is is struggling. I've been sick over the last several weeks, so I am I'm trying to put it together. I'm trying to hold it together for this uh, next chapter, and i.e. the uh, last episode for now of Dace and I together yep. on the Thriving in Ministry podcast. Dace, it is a end. Uh, some could probably see this coming because we haven't released a podcast in a year, yeah. uh, but it, it, we're kind of wrapping up uh, three years, over a hundred episodes together, uh, recording, interviewing church leaders, pastors. Um, man, it's been a good ride. Well, it's, it's been a lot of fun for me. And what's interesting, you know, we've done these podcasts and, and, you know, you always wonder who's listening on the other end. And, you know, I continue to get people reaching out that want to discuss certain things that we we talked about on the podcast and content that we put on the website. And so, uh, but yeah, yeah man, it's kind of, it, kind of it, random. It is kind of random, but it's cool to see, you know, the impact of it and to see that, you know, Hey, there are people that, you know, have found some benefit to it and uh, God's continuing to use it. So that's cool. But I am excited for the next chapter for you. And also for me, we've got some things to share and talk about. So that's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, how you been? How are, how's the family? No, just, uh, <laughs> uh, we have continued to stay in contact. This isn't like, uh, you and I didn't get a divorce. We we've been talking, we've been, um, busy, you know, as Matthew, as Dr. Matthew Sleeth said, busy was, uh, kind of a, a tool that Satan used to distract us. And so, uh, this has fallen lower on our priority list in, in terms of life and leadership and, and church stuff. And, yeah. And so we have been busy, um, but I know you've also, other than pastoring, um, which you've continued to do, uh, but you also um, have a, a background in, uh, what's the right word? Well, you were a SWAT sniper. We didn't really talk about that a ton, uh, but you were a um, highly trained technician and uh, you've started kind of a, a side venture as well in addition to pastoring, right? Yeah, it was something I never really planned on doing, but uh, yeah, just kind of one of those surprising turns in life. I had a friend of mine who's a former federal agent asked me to uh, help him launch a company. And so we did that. And it is a uh, security and safety related company. And, uh, you know, we, we work at that with all types of organizations. I actually got involved to, to, to work with churches and we do some of that, but it's really broadened and um, you know, it's grown quickly and that was kind of surprising to me. And so that's kind of one of the main reasons why, well, you know, why I haven't been able to be a regular participant in the podcast is man, just this thing kind of blew up. And, yeah. and uh, so off we go while pastoring and most importantly, you know, following Jesus, trying to be a good husband and father, uh, and uh, with a lot of grace. Yeah, absolutely. It's called a risk strategy group, right? Yeah. Yeah. Called risk strategy group. And um, yeah, we, so, and really some of it was some timing, you know, when we started this shortly thereafter, 
you know, the Uvalde school shooting happened in Texas and there were yep. some folks that reached yep. out to us. And, and so we worked with them and, and now we've really worked with some school districts across the state. Um, there's also been some other work with other organizations and, you know, I've got a background in that type of thing, safety and security, law enforcement, of course, the SWAT team, SWAT stuff, um, crime prevention, physical security type stuff. And I really thought that I was kind of done with that. But when this opened up, it was clear God's hand was in it. And it's a cool way to connect with people. It's a cool way to serve people. And so, yeah, we've been busy sure. with that um, while also, you know, pastoring, of course. So it's been interesting, to say the least. Well, and even... And even with churches, I mean, there's a ton of things. They may have a security team. They may have some open carry uh, marshals just out there running around their parking lots. And and uh, I, you know, this is not like legal advice or any of that. Or but um, you know, I would just say there's probably an opportunity there uh, for a lot of churches to get better and for you guys uh, to produce some content around it and training and yeah. and staying compliant. Um, you know, I, I'm, I, we, we've joked and, and we love the church, but we also see opportunities to improve. Uh, we've both talked about that over the years. And, uh, you know, I, I think there's probably an area to improve and also just be compliant with churches and, and make sure that um, the flock is safe as well. Uh, totally. And we've got big plans related to the churches. And uh, we have done some some training and, and you know, making sure that they're meeting the requirements of insurance and uh, making sure they've got the practical skills, tools, training, mindset, all of those things. We certainly do that. But yeah, we've definitely got some plans to, we want to be able to serve churches on a broad scale. And so we've got some products right now that we're developing that we feel like it's going to be better than anything else out there. And so, you know, Kyle, I really just, it's been interesting. God has already, you know, I think God's already shown me that his hand is in it. And so I'm, man, we're just looking forward to continue to invest in that in the next chapter. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's another way to serve churches. It's another way actually to support discipleship, which sounds kind of odd, but, but it absolutely is. Um, and, um, it's another way. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, it's a nuanced form of discipleship, but I'll just say this, um, um, and I'll give you an example. Prior to being in ministry, you know, I was I was a member of a church that was pretty large, about five thousand people, and I just came there to worship. And well, when they found out I was a police officer, man, the the church safety and security coordinator, man, he tracked me down and said, "Hey, you know, we want you on this, etc." Sure. And uh, and so, you know, this is a large church, five thousand. They have paid law enforcement that comes for every service, but they also had their own security team. And so, what was interesting was was there was about thirty guys that were part of this team in this mega church. And you know, this church was an evangelistic church. There were people that were coming from all different types of denominations. They were the typical story was, um, I didn't want to go to church. Now, this isn't my story, but this is a typical story. I didn't want to yeah. go to church. My wife drugged me here. I started hearing the gospel, and I've surrendered my life to Jesus. And so for a lot of guys that have police, military, and first responder backgrounds, um, there's not always um, there's not always the type of opportunity to connect within the church 
in ways that really they're comfortable and grounded in, if that makes sense. But sure, yeah. that particular type of individual, they know safety, they know security, they have a different mindset. They're more exposed and familiar with trauma and violence. And so that's basically kind of the exact opposite of <laughs> what's commonly available, you know, for opportunities to serve within the church. And so it's attractive to a certain type of individual who typically has that service men- mentality, you know, ex-law enforcement, ex-military. And, cool. uh, and so what I see, what I see in it, it's a cool opportunity to unite people for a common purpose. And then ultimately, you know, you can add to that the elements of discipleship of, you know, Hey, accountability of prayer of, of, of serving one another, you know, with a, for lack of a better term, band of brothers or sisters, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, very good days. So I'm excited um, as you're going to do that, you know, what, whether it's bivocational or, or whatever the term here, co-vocational, I think is a term that uh, Sam Rayner uses. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for, for you on that. Um, hey, I want to give you an update really kind of on this podcast and where we're looking forward to. And then yeah. uh, days at the end of this, you know, just sitting uh, talking, um, about life and in the podcast, but, um, so the thriving in ministry podcast is going to continue. It's going to restart. It's going to, it's going to launch, uh, you know, as, as we said, Hey, life gets busy. And this was one of the things that fell further down the list, but, um, I'm excited to do it. Uh, we're going to kind of do it through talent on, uh, Phil and Matt are going to, uh, co-host it with me. We are going to, um, really try to, we, we may do some interviews, but uh, really try to focus in and, and answer questions that exist within the church. You know, these guys are both uh, on staff or have been on staff at churches. Um, you know, Matt's a, a part-time youth pastor and, and really answering some questions that don't get talked about. Uh, so like one question or one yeah. of the first episodes that we've uh, recorded was, hey, is, is church a business? Right. And, and, uh, Talenton is a, you know, parachurch or, or a supporting organization, uh, for churches and what we do with accounting, finance, um, but also facilities and media. And, you know, so sometimes people can say, well, no, you know, the church is not a business. And I'm like, well, you're right. It's, sh- it, it's more important than a business. It absolutely is. But there's, there's business principles that can be applied. And, and so we'll, we'll tackle questions, random uh, thought provoking, hopefully uh, questions. We'll have some fun. It'll, it'll kind of be a revamp of, of this whole thing. We'll interview, uh, we'll continue to interview uh, pastors, church leaders, and give uh, practical tips, um, thought provoking questions to uh, pastors and church leaders through the thriving in ministry podcast. And so uh, be on the lookout for that. I'm really excited about it. Uh, we'll be able to uh, get episodes out, uh, in a, in a great time. And, and we're looking forward to kind of relaunching this thing. Um, and, and so like when I was talking about it, I was like, well, we could do a different podcast and all that. But I said, Hey, there's at least some community here in the thriving and ministry podcast world. Uh, like I said, we may rename it. We may do something else, but, um, there, there was a community here. There continues to be, as Dace mentioned with downloads, even, um, you know, every week, which, which is odd when how people find that, but, uh, we're so excited and so blessed for those of you who have liked yeah. and subscribed and joined it. So, uh, be on the lookout. The next chapter for Dace, um, as we're talking about his co-vocational work is through risk strategy group. Yeah. Um, the next chapter for me 
is continuing to be through Talent Hunter Services, but also um, relaunching this podcast uh, with Matt and Phil. So I'm super excited about it, Dace. And I'm I'm super excited, and you know you're you know man you have a mission to serve the church, which is awesome. You know, I mean, I consider you a personal friend, but you know, beyond our personal friendship, man, it's amazing the value that you brought to be able to serve so many churches and to support ministry and. What we have in common other than, you know, just being friends is, is that, you know, I'm doing the same thing you are just in a nuanced niche. You know, it's just this role of, um, you know, of safety and security and, you know, what you're doing, you know, you, you've got a lot of different, you know, ways in which you're serving churches and, and that's awesome, man. And then the last thing I just want to share is just to cheer you on, man, for the podcast. It's going to be cool to see you take it to the next level. And that's really what it's about, I think. You know, we were together, started this kind of for a season. It was personally a blessing to me, and I know it's blessed some other people. But how cool it is, you know, to see, you know, what started here to be taken to another level to serve, you know, pastors and church leaders even, you know, in a more consistent and a dynamic way. So it's awesome, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, And it's not a... Uh, like, like I said, it's not a, a divergent, uh, road, but running parallel, uh, with you in ministry and, and, uh, man, I'm so excited about, uh, what God's going to do and continue to do, uh, both in our personal lives and our professional lives. Um, Hey, when we look back on the hundred or more episodes that we did, um, there were times where we were critical of pastors and churches. There were times where we were encouraged by their stories there were times where we tackled difficult conversations um, or topics. I think some of those difficult ones were, you know, we talked about um, abuse of of children that had happened in the church. We talked about moral failings in the church. When we talked about um, encouragement, you know, we really uh, challenged pastors to avoid burnout, uh, to lead effectively. And so, uh, interviewing guys like, um, Jeremy Freeman or Dr. Sleeth or, um, you know, Mark dance. I mean, there were a ton of guys there that were an encouragement to me. Yeah. Uh, and then, sure. you know, all, all these things kind of wrapped up. Is there something that stood out to you? Um, or, or a couple things that stood out to you of, of just being like, Hey, that was an impactful thought or, or that was something that stuck stuck with me. Well, I think probably for me, and you mentioned some awesome individuals and and podcasts, I think for me, I really enjoyed uh, the opportunity to connect with Dr. Matthew Sleeth just because I love reading his books. And he's kind of an under the radar guy. I don't think people realize how um, insightful and I don't think people realize the contribution that he's making and has made. I mean, some people do, obviously. I mean, his books are, you know, he's got a publisher and they're available on Amazon. But I'm like, why is this guy not more well-known? I mean, his stuff is really, really good. And for me, that was kind of a timely thing. His book 24-6 in particular um, was was, uh, kind of a godsend for me. That book in in and of itself kind of shaped the way I look at rhythms of rest and it, you know, whether you're a pastor or you're just in a, you're a business leader or you're, you know, whatever your role is, first responder, you know, you're, you're, you know, working long hours, a lot of demand, you need to read that book and you need to implement those principles. And so 
that's probably an all-time favorite for me just because it spoke and resonated so well with me. Um, but there was a lot of other great content, you know, that, uh, you already mentioned Mark dance, uh, Sam Rayner. I mean, there was some really good insight from all of these guys, um, you know, that, that was probably as equally impactful, but for me, that's the one that kind of spoke to where I was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I don't remember who said this, it could have been Nance or someone else, but they were talking about serving from a place of overflow, you know? And I think that was one part that, uh, or one concept that stuck with me through this whole thing. Um, you know, we, we love deeply and we, we serve deeply, but being able to do that out of overflow and abundance, I think is, um, what was, is really critical or that stuck with me. And, and so being able to kind of look out there. So, um, you, man, I, I, um, yeah. I was just going to say, I, I, I totally agree, Kyle. And I think probably in retrospect, the, what I've gotten from the podcast and the theme that has been continually reinforced to me is just this, this thought that really a lot of, so much of the world is unhealthy and there's so many ways that we can be overextended. There's so many ways that we can um, be negative and, and, and really just not respond well to the pressures and the demands and the challenges that are just part of everyday life or part of the season that we're in. And I think about that and I just think I just reminded of Matthew six thirty three to seek first the kingdom of heaven and these other things, those other needs will be added you know, will be provided. And, 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 and I just really think that, you know, what the, the, the thread, what you just said, serving from a place of overflow, you know, that, you know, really what our logo or our motto here has been to try to help people do that, to try to maybe simplify. It's kind of really what you do in business, right? You come alongside the church so they can simplify I actually am doing that with the churches and the schools and some corporations and some individuals. It's like they're they're pressured by so many things, and that's on a uh, an organizational level. That's on an individual level. That could even I mean, it's like I mean, there's all of these other pressures, and 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 what happens is is we don't get to focus on what really matters, and so we kind of languish, and that's the right. problem with our culture and our times. Um, and I don't want to live that way. And I want to help other organizations and individuals not live that way. And I really feel like that's pretty much the, the, the target of your, of your business. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, so talent on, we say we want to create margin for ministry, right? Yeah. Um, because so many times as a pastor or church leader, your time gets sucked away with things that are uh, not ministry, not things that are your calling and your gifting. And yeah. uh, so for you, you know, you're working with a, a school in Rick's Rick, Wow. In risk with risk strategy group, uh, you yeah. know, it may be a creating margin for education, right. And, and, and loving on kids. And so, um, man, I'm excited days, um, for, for us, for this podcast, uh, for those who are going to continue to listen, uh, to continue to create that margin that you're talking yeah. about, um, find your first love again, uh, do what excites you and what you're passionate about. Um, and at the end of the day, I think not only will we personally be be happier, we'll be more fulfilled in our lives, but but we'll be able to uh, show grace. We'll be able to show the love to our neighbors that um, that Christ has commanded us to do. And uh, I'm really excited about that. 
So, man, I am uh, just appreciative days of you. Um, when I look back at the how many hours, a thousand hours probably that we've talked over the last few years, um, you know, you're a man of character, uh, you're a good father, you're a good husband, you know, even in days um, that may have, uh, maybe they never made the podcast, but even our, our private conversations of, of being frustrated with ministry or, or yeah. questioning what it is, um, you know, you're, you're a man who's following uh, the commandment to go and make disciples. And so I just want to tell you, love you, man. I appreciate you. We will have you back on the podcast. Uh, We will continue to do this uh, as we answer questions for pastors and church leaders. But uh, I just want to say, love you, man. I appreciate it. It's, it's been a long time. Well, that's exactly what came to my mind, man. I love you. And uh, the best blessing of the podcast is how God's used you in my life, hands down, you know, through this experience of meeting with you, you know, the, my involvement, my regular involvement, in the podcast is ending, but man, I got something so much better. And that is a, a true brother, a true friend, um, you know, I mean, it's just hard to describe in words. And for me personally, it's so cool. And I know we've talked about this. I want to end with this other thing that what's interesting to me is, is, you know, you and I are friends and, um, and, you know, we've had those conversations that have been a blessing and, and, and man, I love you so much and your family. And, uh, but what's kind of funny, we've mentioned this before on the podcast. I had a guy yesterday ask me, have you ever taught master life days? This was yesterday. And <laughs> I had lunch with this guy. We went, and he's a guy that I've been in a discipling relationship in the church. And I had lunch with him and I said, well, let me tell you a story. And to make that long story very short, I said, there's my father is the godliest guy I know, but it wasn't always that way. And he would say to this day that in 1987, master life changed his life. And I was about, you know, five or six, whatever that age. And so I grew up in a very uh, healthy Christian home. And part of that is to do with master life that your grandfather wrote. And so for me to be able to get to know the grandson of Avery Willis, and then for me to be able to get to be friends with the grandson of Avery Willis, Kyle Willis, that's pretty cool, man. And uh, so, you know, God is always up to far more than we can see. And I know that you have big plans, and I know that God has big plans for Talenton. Um, and, uh, man, I value our friendship. You have a really keen business mind. And most importantly, you know, you're just a great friend and man of God, and I love you. And, um, you know, we wouldn't be involved with Risk Strategy Group if we didn't think God was in it. We believe he is in it. Uh, my ministry is shifting and changing to some degree, but uh, man, we're excited to see what God does and also how our lives are going to intersect. So I feel very blessed. I feel very rich to have spent that time with you and to walk away, um, you know, with a friend and then also going to get to come back every once in a while. Man, that's all good. That's awesome. 
Let's do it. Let's do it. Send out the uh, the pump up music so we don't have to uh, sit here and, and cry and, and lament, man. Hey, I love you. Um, hey, for those of you who are listening to this, uh, tune back in right after this episode. We're going to release the uh, first uh, episode, the reboot of the Thriving in Ministry podcast. Thanks for joining us, guys. Love you, days. Um, hey, let's uh, stick around. Love you too, man. It's going to be so much better now. <laughs> now that I'm out.